Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> it's barely even Clearing the queue, And I, I was just thinking as we were listening to the intro that I wish I had had the foresight to record an intro that said, Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Aaron and Matt. Because our guests this week from the Launchpad podcast are Aaron and Matt. Hey guys, how's it going? What's going on? The last time we heard Aaron McLean's voice on this podcast, he was giving the hardest of pitches on our 50th anniversary episode for Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Which I finally watched two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I wow. still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. But I remember the pitch. It was a hard you, pitch that he gave. You though. left it all on the... On the stage that night. I remember this because this was your live episode, and I gave a pitch, and it was almost the winning movie, and then I had to come clean and be like, guys, this is like a horror movie and not how I pitched it at all. Yeah. And then we didn't watch it. Nope. And then a year went <laughs> by. A bait and switch? Yeah. I, well, because the he, movie is kind of a bait and switch. It's a complete reversal. And I was like, it's a movie about these rural men who are uh, faced with the differences of urban children invading their spaces. Not the, oh man, it's so gory, dude. It's so freaking great. They think they're like killing each other. You added a level of whimsy to the yes. description that I think the film did not warrant. You'll have to, <laughs> guys, I will, I will do a hard pitch for their 50th episode where you need to go listen to the live episodes fantastic uh you get to hear me make a great pitch it was a good good episode i love that episode i like the word whimsy because like, you guys know aaron like personally like yes. you know him i lived with him and whimsy is the best way to describe this freaking kid like everything he does like a grilled cheese sandwich becomes this adventure it's interesting you say you lived with him did that did you generate any fun nicknames from your time living together oh no <laughs> we both called each other Rumi the whole time. The whole time. We haven't lived together in ten uh, years. Twelve years. Least, twelve yeah. years. Yeah. And we still call each other Rumi. Yeah. Nonstop. They have been. I'll say I've been hearing it so far before we started recording. And for yet, yeah, so I'm pretty sure most people would haven't may not have listened to your podcast yet. But what what tell them what it's about, real quick. Because it's Tell us, tell him what inspired you to start a podcast okay, and what it's about. There, start well, there. I was on this sh- cool show called Clearing the Q, and it was so much fun. That Q U E U E. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the, the Q E U E U E. And not to say that like they made it look easy, but I was like, well, I think I see what it would take to do this, and I think we didn't I make it the- look easy, but it did seem easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, they have the I, I have this equipment. I think I could do this, and there's no other person that I would rather do a podcast with than Matt Corrigan, Rumi. So let's make this happen, and we did. And we've been doing it for a year and a half. So who now. named it? How did you guys come up with your name? <laughs> so when we lived together, we decided, like all cool people, that our our domicile needed like a cool name. And I think you knew some Launchpad. idiots who called their place called the Oasis or the Casbah. Oh, okay, some some stupid bullshit. We were like, those that's stupid. We'll name ours better. So our domicile be- is already pretty good. Domicile was taken already. <laughs> a bunch of losers. We watched a movie called The Ice Cream Man about a killer ice cream man played by Clint Howard, as it would be. And um, the protagonists of that film are a bunch of like stupid little kids. And they call themselves the Rocketeers, and they have this secret handshake where they high-five, and as they high-five, their hands go up towards the sky, and they make a, like a raspberry <laughs> noise. And we looked at each other immediately, and we were like, this is the launch pad, and we're the Rocketeers. And it's been this like kind of thing that we've just, I don't know, not really talked about. Like, we didn't welcome people to the launch pad, did we, at the apartment? I mean, we put up signs. <laughs> Get ready to blast off. Yeah. <laughs> we... But for the launch pad, it was very clown themed. That's did you true. actually that put up means... signs that said launch pad? Yeah, there, I had I had one on my door, and, and, and we did have a lot of clowns. There's a around ton the of clowns, and yeah, that's the thing. Launch pad is pretty accepting. We like our theme, but it's not all our theme. Yeah, I mean, we can be versatile about what we are, <laughs> but we did have clowns that were rigged to pop out of places. So we had 
Uh, yeah, like on strings. Like if you went in our bathroom, as you opened our bathroom, there was a clown hanging in the bathroom lower than the door. So as you, it was on a pulley system. It always happened. Every time. As you opened the bathroom, the clown would spring up to like, you know, more or less face level. Oh, it was great. Great. Wow. Scared so you many. Got everybody people. one time, but yeah. then it would then you then the best part was you had to walk around the clown to get into <laughs> the, like the little tiny little bathroom. Yeah, Launchpad was a fun place. So there was no other name that your podcast could be. And you guys no. talk everything. You guys, we talk mostly movies. Yeah, and that's how it started because we're both huge nerds, and it was like, yeah. especially when we lived together, it was like, been what to would be cool? You guys recorded at Comic Con oh, yeah, a couple yeah. times yeah. now. You guys yeah. are just lapping us. Well, <laughs> I I think. I don't know if that's true. I mean, you guys have a really, really great, concise idea, and we have a tough time containing our ideas. So we're just kind which of which is definitely <laughs> going to spill into this episode. Yeah, anyway. that's yeah. definitely violent. Yeah, we've the already rule established of- that we're not even going to watch a movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that should be uh, helpful. <laughs> we're breaking breaking so, the mold. So the structure is falling apart. But we are going to look through cues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's an important part. And I, I like I said, I think I think you guys have just a great concise idea that you know, really aids to how do we do this? Well, it's obvious. We've already set the set it up and we stick to it. And I like that. But then you come to us and we're like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> well, one of our ideas oh, yeah. is uh, this thing that's floating across the table and it's floating its way to Matt, uh, number two, Corrigan. And I, I'm going to be Matt number one. For it's funny today. that you think that, but we're yeah. at your house, so like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm finding that. You know what? Yeah, home, you know what? I'm going to be Matt number two. Fuck it. Why not? I'll be Matt A. If you want to be Matt I, 1. I am Matt B, is my last edition. <laughs> what is this? Why are we even talking about this? He's Matt C. Yeah, you're Matt C. All right. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Matt B and Matt C. There is no Matt A. <laughs> the other funny thing is my middle name is Aaron. So What? Your whole, yeah. All right, start this over. Everyone is... pick a name. <laughs> I'll be, take Alex. I'll I take... want Scotty Pippen. Just, just Scotty Pippen. Can I be Clint? Clint Pippen? No, just Clint. Oh. You said Clint Howard, and I thought, Clint is a cool name. It's it underrated. Is, except in that one instance. Sorry, Clint. I know you're listening. <laughs> I, I guess I'm sticking with Rumi, man, if nobody's taking okay. it. <laughs> oh, wow. Undrafted at number four. Uh, okay. So inside that bag are little uh, pieces of paper. Okay. And what you're going to do is you're going to reach in there. Mm-hmm. That's the American Beauty bag. Oh, yeah. yeah I, knew, I knew that. I, I knew. Okay. Yes. It's the one. So that, if like, you take it's from the movie. That's the, the one, one from the movie. Is it really? Yeah, it's the actual one from the movie. Wow. Yeah, we got it at an auction. This lady was trying to outbid us, but we we secured With, uh, it. Martha Wayne. Yeah, Martha Wayne. <laughs> uh, so, just take a little... Uh, Look in there or just take something out? Is Batman's mom's name Martha? Martha. Yeah. And, and Superman's mom is Martha? Yeah, they I used the it. Movie? And they used it. They, I didn't see Batman versus Superman. Good. No. I wow. Yeah. Well, you just basically had the same realization that they did. Our moms are the same name? Are we best friends it now? It prevents a murder. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, so anyway, so just, just pick a no, take a card out and read what's on it. Wow, double Martha. Go figure. It says, "Name a movie you thought you were going to hate but ended up loving." Mm, I love this I love question. This question. I love how you leaned into the fact that I wrote gonna and not going to. <laughs> I love I'm a good reader. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and yeah. I also follow directions pretty well. <laughs> so, uh follow the direction on that card. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to answer this. Um, it would have to be something that Rumi suggested, for sh- like almost oh. for sure. Because uh, he, he doesn't have a high hit rate with like no, his movie like, suggestions? or It's the whimsy shit that you guys said before. He's mm. usually so excited, we call it his tail wagging, when he talks about shit. And you're like, oh wow, that's going to be great. Then you watch, you're like, that was alright. Um, do you have one already? I had that experience recently with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> oh, oh see, I, we got past it. Damn, we we'll come back. I, we'll loop back around. I no, need to I'll hear. Say, I'll say it now. Like, right. I the best thing I can say about it is that I've enjoyed the whole experience. Yeah, like I was happy for the ninety minutes of watching it. Good. And then I got to the end, and I was like, well, that wasn't like that wasn't like anything out of the ordinary. Like it, it wasn't as genre defying as I was led to believe based on your uh, amazing pitch of it. I didn't have my like. I wasn't like, oh my god, this changes everything about horror movies in the way that maybe I had maybe I had built it up too much because maybe you built it up pretty high yeah. in like a sort of cabin in the woods type way. But 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 it was. It, it, I enjoyed it very much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. To me, it's not so much the because like it's very hard to genre defy horror, but it took a very simple concept of horror, mm-hmm. which is kids in the woods being attacked by hillbillies, yeah. and just flipped it. Just the simplest flip, and totally. they said, let's stick to this rule all the way through. Whoa, it worked. And by the end of the movie, you're like, damn, that was a simple flip. 
hillbillies being attacked by urban kids <laughs> and it just worked they followed that premise through and you're like how 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 are they going to get through this mess and they, and they did it and it's a fun oh, i didn't even movie. realize they were that yeah. was the evil that's the whole sweet time. spoiler yeah. the bro evil. everyone oh. can now clear that off their queue. well that's pretty that's established pretty early <laughs> yeah. but it is good and i would recommend it but don't get your hopes up too high okay what <laughs> despite that lead in that so made is it a mclean movie is it a mclean no it, it's not answer? but it actually is an interesting roomy thing though i'm gonna say i did enjoy new. it <laughs> i mean everybody this movie isn't not to be enjoyed the pitch was just put it this way i enjoyed it as much as i could given that i think i enjoyed your pitch more well here's and and uh, i i appreciate that. Added to the pitch, though, added yeah. to it. i wanted to win like i wanted my movie to get totally. picked so i was gonna do whatever i could to make that happen and i felt like i nailed reading that room you didn't so. watch it with him though right no no I because it by that's the thing when you watch something with Rumi, like our <laughs> other friends make fun of him because in a movie theater he'll fucking look at you for a high five <laughs> in the theater oh multiple times what was the give me one high five moment in recent past um, in a theater. In a movie theater. Well, here's the best one is we're in the middle of Crank 2, and when they turn into giant kaiju's, kaiju monsters smashing a building, I just looked right at Matt, and I was like, up top, buddy. You got, like, don't leave he's me. so excited. He's yeah. so excited. Like, the moment that I movie like that. broke everything, I was just like, fuck it, let's just become giant monsters. I was like, done. I think my mistake was watching it by myself. I realize now. <laughs> that happens. You know, yep. I've never high-fived anyone in a movie theater, but I love all events. Where high fiving with strangers happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Totally. Playoff baseball. Playoff baseball. Uh, the craps table at Vegas is the best. <laughs> if you don't like, like, it's just like it, yeah. you become best friends with people and you're just high fiving in no time. I love a good high five. Marathon finish I, line. I the best I ever did, yeah. the, the closest sure. I could say I got was not to the high five in a movie theater, but was like uh, Avengers Infinity War. Most recently, the nerds that I saw it with just looking over and being like, yeah. Like, that's the closest I, could, uh, I can get. Yeah. So what movie did you... Oh, uh, yes. So, <laughs> so that huge tangent that had to do with Rumi, it's not really a Rumi thing, but the <laughs> new Shane Black, The Predator. Mm. I did not... I don't know if I thought I was going to hate it, but I would have thought I griped the shit out of it. And I I definitely loved it. Like, I loved it a lot. And the, the Rumi part is, he can't get over it. And I would have thought his tail would have been wagging for that movie Hardcore, and it was not. And I know why it wasn't. That's a whole other thing. We, we did a episode. whole episode about yeah, we have an episode it. One of our longer it. episodes uh, where we just bitch about the Predator. But you love the Predator, and I can't stand this movie. It which is really weird, fun. because it should be up my alley. Like, a giant monster, low on plot, people fighting. That should be, like, a high five for me. But this movie no failed at every level, in my opinion. It's so funny, man. I'm thinking, I'm wondering in my head if you've ever seen the Predator movie. I feel like you could fake your way just through regular it. Predator? Without, regular without Predator. I've never seen Predator. I, did, I knew it. That's Whoa, what I would have, if I had to bet. It. If I had to bet. I can picture it. I can picture it. He's yeah, in the, just, he's in the jungle. Gonna... It's really dark. There's a big scary monster alien thing, and he's got the gun and everything, and he's all covered in mud. Got it. Do you know who that guy is? In my head? Yeah. It's uh, Steven Seagal or Jean-Claude Van Damme. Is this guy Up a real? level. Up a, t- up a tier. <laughs> or uh, Sylvester Stallone. Up or one more tier Schwarzenegger. higher. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ugly motherfucker. Yeah. It's, it's Stallone. Or yeah. It's not Stallone. It's Schwarzenegger in the jungle. Yeah. Uh, yelling slogans at a monster who is pick a percentage of how much you see this alien for. I just realized what the true format of One. this episode of <laughs> pretty much be, he's invisible. Like Newlywed game. Oh, oh yeah, we should have done newlyweds style game. Like, like we who did knows? with Mike and Veru. Yes, who knows each oh. other better? Well, mm-hmm. shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. No one. plan. <clears throat> I prefer my Schwarzenegger as a villain, just to put a bow on that. <laughs> oh. I like it when he's bad. That's fun. It's like a, it's, Mr. Freeze bad? Sure. All right. T, T1 over T2. Okay. Chill. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the answer. We're done with the, the bag. Oh, can I Do give it. my quick answer? Oh, of course. I, Tanya. Oh, yeah. Um, my wife was like, I want to see this movie. And I'm like, I know it's Oscar bait. And I'm like, ice skating movie? Loved it. Loved it. Brilliant a movie. ton of personality. Ton, really well done. Great acting. Very interesting and engaging. By the end, I was like... Man, I, I feel like I understand this person, and I feel like the movie didn't apologize for her actions, but at the same time was like, yeah, but I was under a lot of shit, so that's what happened. And you're like, wow. Tanya Harding came off well yeah. in it. Yeah. 
It was good for her brand. I don't know if it came off well. It just, you sympathize with her, which I didn't expect to do. But in not an apology, it's like, it's not like we're not justifying her getting involved in the way she did, but at the same time, you're like, man, she was going through a lot, and the situation seemed like unavoidable for her circumstances, which was interesting. I agree. I, I thought I was going to like Lady Bird more, of like, and yeah. I didn't like it, and I, Tanya was the best movie I saw last year. Yeah, mm. I, Tanya was a good movie. Really good movie. Okay. Matt this is the portion. We, yeah, this is the portion where we now have to navigate tricky waters. Yeah. Okay. So, um, should we do? Uh, let's do your thing. Okay. So <laughs> we are. We're not going to watch a movie, but we do have uh, Matt C. What did we decide we were calling you? Matt C is good. Okay. But I, he's calling you Maddie. Is that true? Uh, yes. Matt he is. So do you want to just be Maddie and I'll be Matt? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Great. I love Everyone, that. if you hear his voice, regardless of name, it's that guy. <laughs> if you hear my voice. It's me. <laughs> so, um, we've got your queue open, and we're not actually going to watch a movie. Okay. But we're going to talk through what's in it, and maybe get to know you that way. Do yes. you want to give me homework, too? Like, I'll, I'll if you guys say, watch this, maybe, like, Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, you heard the intro. Basically, the whole point of the queue originally was that we watched something that had been gathering a little bit of dust, something that... Sure. The classic Netflix conundrum that, mm-hmm. like, we get all these great recommendations, we save it, and then we never come back to it so that was the original goal so i feel like that'd probably be the best way to help you is okay. go back deep into the recesses and try to find the one that's maybe just the oldest that you've been looking forward to watching and okay i feel like we would have done our jobs that's our christmas gift to you or hanukkah <laughs> okay um i think that that movie as far as i can tell based on a, a quick scanning of this cue uh i believe that movie is probably Sharknado 2? That's up there. Sharknado 2 is one of the two or three that's been on there for Good a guess. While. And you know why? We we brought this up on a, an episode once, which is that there is no scenario where which we could even convince that we would be that we would watch a Sharknado movie. Oh. Right? We were saying like, what's the scenario where we do that? Yeah, there's no scenario other than for the purposes of this podcast where either one of us would watch a Sharknado movie. And yet, knowing what little about the two of you I do know, <laughs> I'm surprised to see that you haven't seen the second one. I assume you saw the first one, and right. I assume that there is a third one and that you saw the third and one. And you love bad there's movies. Like so, six no. of them. There, yeah, there's, there's at least five or six. What you guys just said is literally the exact opposite. I have every reason to watch a bad shark killer yeah. tornado movie. Oh, yeah. The reason I didn't watch this is why... Um, other people might have like The Blacklist or like Law and Order or like uh, Breaking Bad when that was out. To be clear to our audience members, <clears throat> he also has The Blacklist in his career. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, why, that's what made me think of it. But I see. there are certain things on here that I was supposed to watch with my wife. Uh, and like, I, you guys are both married, right? Sure. Yes. That shit happens all the time where they're like, well, don't watch this without the embargo. me. And then it's just yeah. waiting forever. The Netflix embargo. Yeah. yeah. My wife doesn't care about horror. She doesn't care. We do, I, at my house, every week we do Shitty Movie Sunday where people come and watch Sharknado-like movies and rip them apart. My wife often will not attend Shitty Movie Sunday despite the fact that that is her domicile, which we haven't named yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but sh- for whatever reason, she loves bad, not loves, she will tolerate the most bad shark movies, like Sharknado. So I haven't watched that out of loyalty to my wife. Wow. If she's going to watch a bad really movie, romantic. she wants it to be a bad shark movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, tell them absolutely. what our favorite bad shark movie <laughs> We is. watched one once that she was there for called Ghost Shark. Love which was movie. It starts with a shark being unjustly murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back from the dead in this, like transparent kind of light blue neon form and kills these people in all these different ways but the cool thing on land well here's the thing (laughs) that's not explained in the least the ghost is able to appear in any body of water any body the first attack or two is at a beach then it happens at a pool then it happens with someone who's drank water out of a water cooler like a cup a cup of water our 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 self for that is always yeah yeah oh so a guy drinks it and then this ghost shark is inside of him i won't tell you how the kill happens he gets split in half and a shark comes out of him the guy the guy rips in half and blood's flying everywhere and the shark comes out of him it's a ghost shark comes out of a man like rips him in part the climax of the movie happens in the rain Yes. So the ghost shark keeps coming down in the raindrops. Wow. These are my people. You know I love bad movies, and I never get enough of yeah. that in my diet. I'm yeah. always yearning. Tonight at 7, Alex, you're invited. Shitty Movie Sunday. Oh. The ghost shark. What's on the menu? Tonight? Well, it's a vote every week, but, I mean, we're into... Oh, shit! 
Santa Jaws is on the menu. Sorry? <laughs> Santa Jaws. You see, it's a pun on Santa Claus, but about a killer shark. <laughs> um, it's I, a sci-fi movie. I have to tell you that uh, I, I don't know if this is fair to this one stranger I met at this, like, all right, college alumni mixer thing in L.A., this guy told me the funniest idea for a concept for one of these shitty movies, and I have to, to share this with you people because it's great. And it was called um, Surfers vs. Aliens, and he pitched the movie called Surfers vs. Aliens, and I thought it was just a brilliant, shitty movie idea. I'm on board. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Surf Nazis Must, Must Die, die. which is yeah. oh. Surfers versus post-apocalyptic neo-Nazis, but, mm, you know. A little derivative, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But this was what fifteen years ago. That yeah, this guy we'll, this yeah, movie? we'll workshop this. Okay, I like the idea. Um, he could have just seen it for all I know, and then just ha- <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a hard concept. All those like surfer beach movies are basically the same movie with something different added to it. You know, beach blanket bingo. Have aliens. Yeah, but never aliens. I've, I've never it. seen surfers on aliens. Okay, so we have a really nice reason for why Sharknado Two is still on here. Well. And I said fidelity to my wife. We could throw that. Like, if two dudes I never met before on a podcast like, you need to watch this this week, I feel like I could at least tell but, her or what, uh, watch it without her. Something true to Sharknado, though, is a lot of people are like, you guys like Sharknado, right? And it's like, yeah, I appreciate for what Sharknado was, but here's a problem that Sharknado has. Sharknado, straight up, from the beginning, as a sci-fi movie, is like, hey, you know how people like to rip apart shitty movies? Let's make one. And they right. did, knowing what they were doing. And that's a hard sell to me. I agree. Because I've seen so many movies that were like, let's make a good movie, guys. Let's make a real movie. Like, let's make the next Citizen Kane, but with, like, turkeys that are possessed with ghosts of dead children. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. that movie has more heart to it. Sharknado has... Sharknado 1 has a lot of heart. Sharknado 1 works for what it is. But <laughs> see, I disagree the best. on that. But. We should put that. If we had a quote board, yeah. that would go. That would but, be the inaugural but entry. You know, you know what I, you get what I'm saying. Yes, I know what you mean. For Sharknado being like, here's a love letter to shitty movies, Sharknado 2 is like, hey man, we got like a million people to watch this thing. Let's do a sequel. That movie is not going to be as fun to watch as the first Sharknado. Mm. All right. And Sharknado 1 was kind of fun to watch, but I'd rather watch like a shitty like Plan 9 from Outer Space, The Garbage Pail Kids, uh, The Mutilator, something like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Words you never thought you Are those on your guys' queue? <laughs> oh, yeah, all of those. Yeah. Those are, I like, those I'm just thinking about the bad movies. I like don't even hold a candle to some of these movies, these mm. titles you've just uttered. Mine's like, Deep Blue Sea was a bad shark movie. No, you Deep have no idea. <laughs> Is that good? One of the best. No. Oh, good. Then I'm in the club. Yeah. I love Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea is incredible. Deep Blue Sea is like Vaughn's of shark movies. And then there's like John's and Food for Less versions of it, you know? <laughs> That's very true. It was it made with heart, though. It was, right? Because it was Deep an Blue unwitting... Sea? It was an unwitting... Yeah. Yes. Bad movie. Right. And that's what you're saying. That's where it all counts. I don't even think it's a bad movie. I think... I think Deep Blue Sea is no, up there in the upper wrong. echelon of shark movies. You're wrong. When one of your characters is rapping about the title, you're wrong. <laughs> no. That's yes. every horror movie that I see. <laughs> Dokken did an entire song about Dream Warriors. That movie's a good movie. Uh, did you, I did not catch that reference. Um, oh, I have the last several have just flown right by. Um, you, yeah, I, yeah. I'm familiar with the idea of Deep Blue Sea being a movie. <laughs> That's about as far as I got. Um, let's. This is we can really, literally keep going with this. But yeah, let's go back into the queue because we got to find some other contenders. Well, I, so I mean, am I supposed to help you? Like, am I supposed to say this has been on there forever? Well, you've, you've got you're looking at it. Um, well, I'm curious about. It seems to me, again, knowing what little I know about you, it seems like you would have seen Ash vs. Evil Dead. No. You haven't. No. That seems like a movie that McLean would give a hard sell for. I know nothing about this. That's why it's on there. (laughs) (laughs) That that is because of me, because I just watched this series back-to-back recently. Um, I just got back from Atlanta. I've been the VFX supervisor on The Walking Dead for this past season. Mm. I spent seven months in Atlanta and had a lot of time to watch movies, and I watched the entire Ash vs. Evil Dead TV series. There's three seasons, and I was 
enthralled with it. Like, I love it. And then they made a, a movie? Well, or this is just a, a TV show. series. Yeah, it's, it's only a TV seasons. series. I well, see. they made three movies and then three seasons of a TV show. Can I make a joke that I wanted to make earlier? Yeah. 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 I just got back from, uh, I spent seven months in The Walking Dead. I was a <laughs> VFX supervisor on Atlanta. <laughs> is that a big joke? Of my... <laughs> that is um, and Atlanta's a good show. There's a, the movie I want to talk about sure. is what, you know, based on your taste, this looks like a very bland, generic Jake Gyllenhaal movie. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I'm curious. Interesting. Like, I'm looking at So it's a movie called Enemy, and it's just a bearded, somber Jake Gyllenhaal. It looks recent, but you can never tell. When I look at this movie, this looks like one of those Nicolas Cage movies that you're like, what is this? When did this movie be? Can I, can I read you the synopsis? Yeah, please. A mild-mannered college professor discovers a lookalike actor and delves into the other man's private affairs. Sexy, right? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> came out in 2013. It's a thriller mystery. So you want me to explain why it's on there? I'm curious, yeah. yeah. So he did a movie called Nightcrawler a little while ago. Mm, did yes. you guys see that? Sure. That was on. Kurt Wagner. It was, I thought it was amazing. I watched it kind of going into it just knowing the, you know, the pitch, the tagline. And I was like, that sounds interesting. And I was I, I was on location for a movie somewhere, and I watched it one night in the hotel room. And it was way more, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. He did a better job. The premise carried its way through. I thought it was a very effective yeah. kind of like creepy kind of thriller. I thought he acted his ass off. I don't think he's a bad actor, but I've never been like, that Jake Gyllenhaal's going places. But in Nightcrawler, I was like, shit, he really creeped me out. His character, mm. um, he used to be good looking, and now I think he's weird looking. And um, I think that helped in that. And he mm. acted so weird. If you're not familiar with the movie Nightcrawler, check it out. It's a guy who kind of instigates accidents and some tragedies to try to get his foot through the journalistic door. I um, remember I was beating the drum so loudly for Birdman that year that like I just couldn't hear anyone else recommend any other movies. <laughs> Fair enough. And it was one. Nightcrawler was that, one of the ones that was like, "You should see this." this was, is I don't even Birdman. know if it was released in theaters or anything. I know I saw it on streaming different things, and I finally watched it, and I was like, "That's great." And it kind of like clicked a, sw- a like a Jake Gyllenhaal switch in my head that if I see anything that's in that 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 range, I might check it out Look, again. This. And enemy, I mean. That picture kind of looks like he's got a little beard now. He looks a little bit more so like a So you're thinking boy, that this might be one of the gem Gyllenhaal I'm hoping. It just has digs. to be, if it was 75% of what I thought Nightcrawler was, it would be worth the watch. But that's one of those movies that, like, when am I in the mood? When do I have two hours to sit down that I don't know what to do with, you know? Mm. Have you ever seen the Cronenberg film Dead Ringers? Yeah. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. As a double Jeremy Irons? Double Jeremy Irons. It's about two identical twins that have an affair with the same woman, but pretending to be the other one, and it it's really weird. But that kind of is what that yeah. synopsis of Enemy It's A lot of people know it as the other title, which was called Creepy Brother Bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we talk about being Elmo, because yeah. that's in here, yep. uh, What is this? Is Elmo... Is Elmo in good shape now, this guy? This is the documentary about the guy... Uh, oh, he disappeared, so... Yeah. I mean, he's kind of just off the radar. Did he literally disappear? Like, no, ran away? Well, no, no, no. Or like, just like just stopped being in the public eye completely. Right. Stopped doing Elmo stuff. Really? I so, want to say he was cleared of it's charges It's definitely going to make this documentary experience different for you if you haven't seen it than Correct. when I saw it, which was when he was still... Right. ...clean, Teflon, right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, But why is this in here? Um, I'm a practical special effects guy and I've done, you know, a bunch of different puppets. I've made puppets. I'm a puppeteer. Uh, and I grew up loving, not, I mean, Sesame Street, we all watched Sesame Street. I think it's safe to say when we were little, but then I was a huge Henson guy as far as like Labyrinth and Dark Crystal and all the other, you know, Henson properties and movies and, and other bigger shows that happened when we were younger. So anything like that. And he, Kevin Clash has been with them since way back, like, like, He's been. He was in Labyrinth. Yeah. So I would love to see that, and I like the idea of that. But again, it's like, when do I have the? I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, he was super young when he got into puppet puppeteering. Mm-hmm. Like he was like a young phenom in that world, and it makes the documentary very interesting. Yeah. I recently saw a holiday themed puppet show at the library mm. that I took uh, our nine month old to. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You have a kid. I was like, that's yep. an interesting Saturday Just afternoon. A, uh, okay. It was a Tuesday afternoon. It was oh, three sir. p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Can we help you, sir? Oh, I'm just here for the puppet just show. Just here for the puppet show. Um, <laughs> okay, it was dude. great. And uh, I spent a lot of it trying to figure out how many puppeteers there were. Mm-hmm. And eventually, by like the fourth scene, I was like, okay, it's. I think it's only one person. But it's definitely more than one person doing voices. Like there was definitely a uh, female voice and a male voice. 
And so that made me think that there were pre-recorded voices. Mm. Interesting. But I don't know. I'm still... So if anybody out there has seen... Uh, I don't know what it's called. It's called like Holiday Spectacular or something at the Echo Park Library. Uh, if anybody has seen it and can figure out where all those different voices were coming from, email us at clearingthequeue at gmail.com. We need to know. It was great. It was it was delightful. I think I enjoyed it uh, as much you as anybody in the room. As much as anybody. <laughs> oh, I see. The Got kids it. were into it, but I... I think I might have been more. They weren't it. thinking about on that next level, like where those fucking voices coming from. Totally. Yeah. I would I, like to see this documentary updated to include mm. the new. Yeah, I agree with stuff. that. I think if that happened, I would, I would, it would move to the beginning of my. Yeah, year. I think for a lot of that'd be pretty. I would rewatch this. Call one. that one. Had been Elmo. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I would have took it much darker. That's. Let's leave that one there. Uh, I have a question. Why do you have two Pee Wee Herman movies on your queue? Yeah, you got the original and you have the Netflix. So Well, when the Netflix one was added, I was like, well, I got to watch that. And then I continued to grow older. When was, what year was that? 1900 years ago? Yes, it was 1900 years ago. And when that happened, I was like, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It's another movie I thought, like, my wife and I don't watch a lot of movies because she doesn't, she's not good at watching movies and she doesn't like watching movies. But I was like, I could trick her into watching that or we could do it for Shitty Movie Sunday or I feel like, I could at least have it on the background while I'm doing some work or answering emails or podcast prep or something like that. And I just haven't put, I haven't watched the old one or the new one. I wonder, because it did feel like, and I this could be false, but it did feel like they acquired the original at the same, right around the same, like they acquired yes. Big Adventure right around when they made Big Holiday. I believe Holiday. that is true. And so I would love to see the numbers on how many people saw that there was a new one, and then they were like, oh, I should watch the original. Mm-hmm. And then how many people watched the new one and then never got around to watching the original, or watched the original and then never got around to watching the new one? And how many yeah. people have emailed Netflix being like, where's Big Top Pee-wee, yo? <laughs> yeah. the other Nobody. Ones? The answer is zero. <laughs> remember that movie? Uh, I remember watching it Shitty Movie Sunday and being like, what the <laughs> fuck? Talking pig. A lot of heart, though. <laughs> a lot of heart. <laughs> a lot of heart. Uh, so do we have a... Can we give him some suggestions on... Yeah, you've been, I mean, you've been writing down. You've been furiously. I've got. Should we sum it up? Yeah, and then so move on to yours. We've got um, Sharknado Two, which we had a great reason. You, this is in your wheelhouse. Yeah. This should be at the top of this, but you're saving yeah. it for your wife. Yeah, but forget is, her. She didn't, she's not missing. Like, it's not keeping her up at night. I'll watch that. True. So this is definitely what you should be. You should see. Okay. Uh, we have, uh, but we'll go through the rest of the list anyway. We've I'd got, like to. I'd like to pitch an, a, a, an like additional direction. So we've got we've got Enemy, which is the Jake yep. Gyllenhaal. You know, maybe he, this is one where he connects home run performance, uh, and then being Elmo, which mm. you also love puppeteering, and yeah. you, and the story itself, while it may be marred at the end, is still a story that's probably worth watching. Mm-hmm. So that is. Here's what I'd like to propose. Those are the three contenders. Again, like we said at the top of the episode, we're not about to watch a movie. We're not going to. However, watch I think we should pretend that we went and watched Sharknado two. And then give a synopsis for it and talk about what we thought of it. Okay. <laughs> Just for five minutes. Sure. Maybe this might last 30 seconds. This might fall flat on its head. So we're going to go and pretend to watch the movie. The audience is going to hear the trailer for Sharknado 2. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and talk about it as if we saw it. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> wow. That was more fun than I was expecting. I am glad I can cross that off my bucket list, having seen having a Sharknado Having seen a Sharknado 2. Yes, now I know. You I haven't didn't... seen any other Sharknados? No. Hadn't I, seen I'm just an admirer the of one. the subtitles, typically. They're uh, sequel names. Oh, yeah. Sequel subtitles. They got bored with themselves as it went on. I feel like when it gets like four or five, I think they finally said like, yes, really, or one was like the last, like <laughs> for real, the last one. I was like, oh. I, I like how when you read about this movie, it's like they tout, and Tara Reid reprises her role, like she had anything else to do. Like, <laughs> this is like, all she's going to be doing is Sharknado movies until there's, they're done. Yeah, they called her and like, Tara, are you free? And she was like, what time? <laughs> um, here's, here's, here's my big takeaway from Sharknado 2 because yeah. the whole time I kept thinking about Kung Fury and was this made with heart and mm. like what parts did they skimp yep. and you guys have all seen Kung Fury right mm-hmm. yep. that had a fuckload of VFX in it and this Sharknado 2 also had yeah. just a ton of VFX and some practical like there were so, some uh, uh, squibs but yeah. <laughs> those are squids the sharks were eating them <laughs> that explains a lot um but, uh, you know, Kung Fury was responsible use of VFX. This was irresponsible use of VFX. This is ridiculous. Should we do a quick synopsis? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Sharknado 2 uh, takes place in 
modern day Manhattan. Communist Russia. <laughs> uh, it stars Ian Zaring and Tara Reid. They play lifeguards. And... In Manhattan. Who have survived... <laughs> yeah. One of them's a shark expert. Ah, uh, yes. Of course. This is too hard. <laughs> All right. We, we, we went as far as we could go. Mcclane's totally like, guys, stop. I've actually seen this movie. He loves this fucking movie. You're killing it. <laughs> no, He's got a, his t-shirt on bad, right now. This is a bad movie. I mean, it's All right, not well, good. we didn't actually watch it, but it's fun to pretend Was we did. Was it better than Tremors? Uh, no, I liked Tremors a little bit. Tremors is a good movie. <laughs> Tremors what one? Yeah. No, we watched Tremors 5 together a couple months ago. <laughs> oh, the, for the podcast. Right? Without for having the seen the first four. <laughs> I saw is it true? <laughs> no, I saw the OG. I've seen OG Tremors. You haven't seen the OG Tremors? No, but I've seen the fifth one. What have you been doing for 37 years? <laughs> and he says that with pride. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other franchises in the world that you can say that for. It's like, I just saw Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, but <laughs> I haven't seen any of the other. I think that's even book four. So I'm don't not, kill me, don't quite kill sure me, Potter what's nerds. happening in this Harry Potter universe. What's going on here? Yeah, who's the kid? Who's that guy? All right, well. I see right, this well, goblet. I see uh, this goblet. Why you is know he what? so special? Yeah, the goblet? I thought you said Goblin. Uh, <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Like, Goblin what? of Fire? Harry Potter and the Goblin of Fire. Grab the extinguisher, Harry! Um, <laughs> so are they going to go through my queue now? Yeah. So, okay, what well, we did last year... Um, it was very, very helpful for me. I'm glad it was. Last year, right before we left for, for the holidays, uh, I went through Alex's queue, he went through mine, and we each assigned each other some homework of things to watch. Mm. And Alex texted me this weekend and said, do you want to do that again on this episode? And I said, there's only three movies in my queue right now. He's it's just not really it. going to work. He's crushed it since the inception of this podcast. Is that normal? He's just for you. He's just really focused and drilled down. I just I because we've done seventy some odd episodes now. I look at my queue and I can just tell if I'm never going to watch a movie. And I, if it's, <laughs> it's, it's disciplined, I just it's get rid so of it. So disciplined. And he's... so there's three movies in my queue right now. Two of them are movies that were recently recommended to us on the podcast. And then one of them is Casa de Mi Padre, which is the one that will oh always be my. the last. The, the final episode of Clearing That's the Queue is going to be when we wa- finally watch That's Casa amazing. de Mi Padre. That's Those amazing. are the only three movies in What there. do we do that for our 75th live? Is that our last episode? Because uh, once, once I watch that movie, I feel like my arc on this show is over. Like yeah. You know, sometimes when you're watching like a, one of these HBO shows and a character sort of like has some kind of redemption, a smaller character, and then you're like, oh, they're, they're going to die. They're in the dead. Next scene. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me watching Casa de Mi Padre on this podcast. Oh, no, don't do it. So, oh, Ferrell's in it? Well, yes. Die first. That would be my suggestion. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyways, Sorry, but Alex, Will. meanwhile, has... A, a cue. The opposite. This podcast had the opposite effect on me. <laughs> I have, it's harder and harder to. Well, what I, I've added more old reliable. So I've started to break the rule. Like I actually do believe you should use the cue mostly for things you haven't seen. I think it's more helpful that way. But I've got a lot more things that I've seen. So there's more landmines for you guys to like say like. Mm. And on that topic, one year ago today, probably wasn't exactly today. I told Alex uh, there were a few movies to watch and a few movies to take off his cue, etc. So immediately I open up your queue and there's shit that is still on there from a year ago. And I feel like it's sort of the thing with the closet where if you haven't worn a shirt for a year. Oh, that's you... what my closet looks like. Well, what's, what's what your closet looks like? My Terrible closet, movies. Yeah. Uh, just tons of things that I are old. Ah. Yeah. So you still have Schindler's List in your queue. That's never my costume in Medini Padre. You've never seen it? You've never seen it. There, I... There was a day when people watched it at school. I was not either present that day. Did we both skip school on that day? I feel like I might have been like on vacation, like mm. Vegas vacation. I want to see your list. Oh, I you see the list? Yeah, I ah. see your list. So, but Schindler's you've never list seen still Schindler's there. List. No, it's never, and he's never gonna. But that's he like, wants to th- leave it in this. Th- that's like saying never seen like like I've never fully watched. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Forrest Gump. I've seen many parts, yeah. but I've never mm. watched the whole thing at once. Yeah. Like you've never even seen a little bit of Schindler's List. Never the girl in the pink coat. No, nothing. I know, I know that. I know that. I can fake my way through that bit. Okay. <laughs> the, the other movie in here that I remember from last year is Heat. Heat's been in your queue a long time. <sighs> I've seen Heat. I have seen Heat. Take it out. What's it doing in there? Because I was just about to rewatch it. Been a really? while. Yeah. Is it that good? No, you just need to watch one scene. Uh, there's another podcast uh, that recaps just movies. It's mm-hmm. sort of like I think in another life world what we could have been doing. Uh-huh. It's a spin on a unique spin. They just rewatch old classic movies and uh-huh. talk about them. But um, 
Heat was on there, and they start talking about it. I'm like, I want to rewatch Heat because of that. So, have you also? I love the masks in it. Seen um, Million Dollar Baby? No. Oh, that's what I'm crossing off. Yeah, that seems like one that you that's would watch in one. your in nah, your sort of. I know Oscar the quest. ending though. I liked it. I know the ending. Don't worry about that. And I've seen Hundred Dollar Baby, which is the episode of. Uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. So, and I'm familiar with the ending because it gets referenced in an episode of The Office. <laughs> so, looking on there, there were three movies that I and I know some of these movies are just movies that you like to have on there because you want to watch them again, have easy access. The three that stuck out to me: Ex Machina, Children of Men, and Moon. Seen all mm. three, and those. Oh. <laughs> seen all. This three. is the pro- yeah. Then I got LA Confidential. Seen it. You've seen most of the movies in your two. queue, I think. You guys aren't talking about the ones that are interesting. The movie called two. Abstract that's been in there, that documentary. I'm going to click on a documentary? Yeah, I'm never going to I'm going to be the one to tell you to watch a documentary. Yeah, never. Dark? Gonna. The show Dark? Do you only talk about movies or do you do TV shows too? Oh, I've heard Dark is excellent. It is. And I've heard it's about time travel. Well, there's time travel elements. Non-linear storytelling, I should say. That's what I said. That's I ate that a show A form of up. time travel. I ate that up. i got to look back at your cue because the three that I picked are... Already seen. I have dark, a question about uh, a movie in here. You just that you're gonna have to explain. It's uh, the Cider House Rules. <laughs> this is like an early like. Well, I've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wild, Wild Country. A, it's a documentary. Seen it. Uh, I, that should be removed. That one is an, American legit. Vandal. No. That, right. Let's talk about American Vandal. I have not seen the first season, but I watched the second season because my wife called me up. While I'm in Atlanta, she says, we're Skyping right now. I said, okay, great. Good to see you, babe. And she's like, now turn on American Vandal Season 2, the first episode. I need to watch you watch this show. <laughs> ah. As Matt said, it's fun to watch me watch things sometimes. So she's watching you me. You your high five in the computer. <laughs> I'm watching the show. And spoiler alert, there's going to be a little bit minor, minor, minor spoiler. In the first episode, they introduced some characters, and the the show American Vandal is about high school students investigating high school like quote unquote crimes, true crime, true crime, as yeah. if they were like the show uh, serial or something, cereal. yeah podcast serial on the first season it was about who drew dicks on something and <laughs> cars this, on cars yeah on but the they take it straight like they're super it's treated, everybody is serious treated as a true it. crime the second season is about somebody poisoned the lemonade and made everyone shit their pants at lunch and they get to their first suspect kevin mclean which is the exact same name as my brother and I started howling. And it just made the whole season so funny because every time they cut to Kevin McClain talking about making people shit their pants, I could not think of my brother. So is your pitch, if your brother's name is Kevin McClain, you'll like it? Yes, exactly. Alex, what's your brother's name? Uh, I have a twin sister. Not Kevin. I'm not going to like this show. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it is funny. It's but great. It's I'll, I mean, and you I'll, know what? Your wife knows you really well, yeah, too. She, she knew I was. forced you to Skype it so she could watch you. I know you really well, and I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. And I'd give it five stars. I binged the both seasons. I, in a week, I watched both full seasons of it, They're which is funny. not something I do very often with new shows. And uh, I just loved it. It was That's really, great. Uh, it was very gonna... funny, and then also surprisingly poignant at moments. Yes. So that's the push, the kind of push I needed. I'll I, give you that push on American. Video. I convinced someone at Shitty Movie Sunday that it was real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, even if the premise starts to be like, okay, I get it, it's a joke, it still, I think it sucked me in because of the mystery of it all and like the true crime aspect, and, even though it's fake, is like, I'm into it, I'm invested. And our buzzword of the day, what sucked me in was the heart. <laughs> the characters were, it was earnest, it was earnest storytelling. It was good heart. heart, good heart. Did the second one suffer for that reason? Second season? No, the second season in some ways was even better. Yeah. Okay. Really? Because yeah. I haven't seen the second season yet. Okay, I've only seen cool. the first season. In some ways. They figured out some better aspects of the premise, I think. Even it's though I haven't seen it. It's already going to be a good yeah. holiday, good. starting off with that. And why don't you just rewatch X, X Machina? Because that movie's awesome. I, will, I cool, might. So. I love that movie. I mean, and that's, that's what, 20 episodes of television. So, I mean, it's as if we just gave you, you know, you gave a me whole gold. bunch of movies. You literally, yeah. You we guys- literally gave you gold and also a suggestion <laughs> to watch a TV show. Um, should we do our last thing? Because we do have this fun segment that we were going to do now that we're all together. Yeah, mm. we should. should we jump to that? Do you feel like you have enough homework? Just go watch that show for two seasons. Yeah, that's enough homework. Forget all the movies. <laughs> You're always like, what are you watching? Oh, this show where kids poop their pants. Tell, and her, if it's you need a- Tell her it's real. <laughs> See how far you can... Actually, 
that might be fun. I mean, she has a big family. See if you can if you can convince just one member of her family as you're binging it over the course mm. of the week that what you're watching is real. Report back to us. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be so on board. Okay, so should we get to the yeah, main let's event? Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. The the you had a fun uh, pithy uh, way of a phrase. The, the uh, day after. The day after. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So our final segment as part of our clearing the queue. Launchpad cast, uh, simulcast, crosscast. crosscast yeah. Thank you. Um, is the day after, which is we're going to discuss some famous movies and what would have happened right after the movie ended. The day after, the week after. Yeah, after the credits roll. After yeah. the credits roll, yeah. what happened? We're going to do a couple examples on this show, and then we're going to jump over to your show yes, and do a couple more examples. Yeah. Maybe we have no idea what any of us are about to. No, we don't. So this is going to be as free form as it gets. Yeah, classic and... launch pad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, whose idea was this? It was actually Alex's joint. It was a cross pod pollination. <laughs> like, it was an actual cross pod. You you brought up. Well, this is actually a good segue into this. You brought up the concept of Home Alone the next week. Yeah, you said Home Alone the next week and you used the specific example of the pizza guy who thought he was getting <laughs> shot at by a monster. <laughs> and like, how he's going to press charges. And I'm like, dude, this is such a fucking funny idea. Um, yeah, because we did, we did an episode uh, on our podcast that was letters from, from characters, just not necessarily main characters, but just a, a, a letter from any character. One of the ones that I brought up was the pizza guy. Well, actually, my wife brought it up and I... I fleshed out the character but the pizza guy writing a letter from their corporate headquarters being like no more pizzas for the McAllisters they shot at me (laughs) it's unacceptable you know see like that is fucking brilliant and uh, I just knew that it felt like creative writing I knew Maddie Mm. would love it be natural at it I do love it Um, so should we go first I have I have like I have one that's killer do it so I don't know if I should save the killer no start 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 strong so but, but like we didn't establish tone because there's a lot of ways you can go with this, right? You can go yeah. with something that's just so wacky, a la the McAllister's kind of thing, or this one. I'm like, well, this would just be great because I never thought about what would happen, and yet you could make a whole, well, maybe less interesting movie. But that's the Truman Show. Oh, the week or the mm. day after the Truman Show, and uh, so to paint. I feel like I should say, in order for this premise to work, yeah, we're gonna have to spoil all these movies. Right, a hundred percent. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to refresh. So even you guys, if you're listening at home and you hear the name of a movie you haven't seen, skip ahead. I don't know. Skip ahead. Go watch it. Who cares? Whatever. This is so. I love this movie. Great um, movie. It kind of reminds me of like Groundhog Day in that it was a comedy and it had a lot of heart and it was like, you know, people have come to appreciate Groundhog Day as it goes like as, as it ages. Yeah. But for some reason, this sh- this movie doesn't quite hit the mark and it might be because like we know what reality tv looks like now mm. it looks nothing like this like the truman show is like almost romantic like how it treats what reality tv yeah. is so um they treat it like an art form still like the the character yes. of uh oh uh, what's his name uh who's the, the villain it's supposed to be like leave it to beaver yeah. almost like leave exactly. it to beaver ideals um but uh so anyways, and it takes place i also love movies that take place in like the not somewhat distant future and it was like it felt kind mm. of maybe right for a little bit i don't know mm-hmm. we just didn't know enough about what the future would be like yeah. so you thought for a second like yeah maybe they will just a corporation will legally purchase a baby and and totally. uh, but uh so in some ways like this is just rife for because like to explore like what year is it what are the things he's got to get acclimated back to are people going to be using him for his fame like yeah. he's gonna so he has this one girl right his one true love that he goes out to find she was like an extra so like what like does he just immediately find her now if this is going to be an interesting show or something yeah he'd have to not be able to like find her right and he has to be catfished and yeah. like so there's a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff here yeah because how also innocent and naive is he? Because he could still... I know he's smart, but like very sheltered. So it's I mean, almost... He's the homesc- definition of sheltered. <laughs> it is the definition. <laughs> they, they built the largest <laughs> shelter. It was a big shelter, a very yeah. convincing shelter. Like, for instance, could he even withstand the heat of the actual sun? Like, is he going to get sunburnt immediately when he gets outside? Because his skin has never... Wow. You know. What's his immunity like? Like... Everyone who comes yeah. in, like he doesn't have access to just regular germs. 
Totally. Weird. So this is literally would have been a good sequel that they never did. Could it? Well, I mean, well, could it have been, or would it have not, fallen there's apart? There's no, there's no set, it. but like in that Hollywood, the idealized, yeah. like romanticized world that he kind of lived in, there was no other story to tell. Like he's found the girl. Like, yeah. like mm. what we're suggesting is like HBO maxi series of like. Well, and then yeah, then Ed Harris yeah. is like, oh, this I'm suing me of that, you. The, that uh, what's the one with the guy from SNL with the glasses? It was a a, a movie. It's about bad. a bear. A bear. The, <laughs> oh, Brigsby Bear. Brigsby Bear. Kyle oh, Mooney. Yeah. That's kind of a new age version of that. Totally. Yep. Did you see Brigsby Bear? No. No. Oh, Brigsby Bear was such a good recommendation. I'll okay. give it the hard sell. It's great. You should learn nothing about it and go watch it. I know a little bit because I know the guy that made the well, bear. Well. I know the bear. That's you know all what? I know. Then don't watch it. Is that it? It's ruined. I, well, I still have the Brigsby part. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I knew no, you should literally nothing. Yeah. And it was really interesting. <clears throat> interesting. But I mean, but, like, would he get sued? Be like, we technically own you. You have to come back. Like legally, you're bound to us. Like, is like, oh, like, there's that angle. Yeah. yeah, there's that angle. There's a lot of ways to slice it. It'd be interesting. Good one. All right, who wants to go next? I, I got feel- one. Okay, right, so <laughs> Let's I've, been, I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies, and one that always comes up as like, anyway, I mean, we could do Home Alone. We, that is the original premise. Yep. I, that is on my list. Um, I guess uh, why not? I'll, I'll take Home Alone. Yeah, we're gonna go Home Alone. So. Not after the first movie, but after the second movie, the cops have to get involved. They're like, your kid has been lost twice. We've had two run-ins where your child and two notorious bandits have somehow been involved in criminal activity. One time leaving your kid, okay, we'll let it slide. We understand mistakes happen. We'll but this is the slide. second time in two years. You know what would be so they would be, There would be totally be like um, on like either the dark web, the big truthers that are like, no, this is not a coincidence. Yeah. This is the <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> this is some Illuminati bullshit that, yeah, yeah, the sticky bandits and this child are somehow linked. But like the yeah. Child Protective <laughs> Services has to call and go, hey, uh, last year we let it slide because accidents happen, but your kid got lost two years in a row? What is going on with this family? That kid would be taken away. Um, they'd be investigating all the kids. Like Buzz would be in a room, and some child protective service is like, Whoa. "Does your dad beat me?" He's like, "I don't know." So you. I just rewatched Home Alone too, yeah. and Tim Curry <laughs> yeah. is a classic example of a guy that, as you get older, you empathize with. But yeah. when you're a kid, oh, you're yeah. like, <laughs> 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 "I'm just laughing, just thinking about it." Oh, I can't. Hi, I'm Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> That's a pretty good talk for you. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I just broke Alex. Uh, no, because Tim Curry is like just made for children to hate, and then when you get, when you get older, you're just like, damn man, he's that guy's just, just trying to do he's his job. Up that whole time. So what happens to him the week after? That's my. <laughs> Does he get like he has his day? He probably would sue. He would probably, probably sue. sue. Be like, I was. Did he get fired? Mm. I was in publicly embarrassed by a child. <laughs> Who was who was lampooning the hotel and using funds illegally? Like this is a newspaper story, like like little Jessica in the well. But it's like this Kevin McAllister kid is just a jerk. Because in the first movie, he's like charmingly uh, uh, impish. He's kind of a, a what is it, a Dennis the Menace? But in the second movie, he's just a jackass. He's an asshole. Yeah, steals his parents' money, openly sees his dad's cash. Is like mine now. What bitch. happens to the bird lady? What happens to bird lady? The bird lady. Oh, she gets a GoFundMe page and like ends up oh, in a nice yeah. hotel. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I bet. She, yeah, yeah. As an aside to Bird Lady, there's a group called Wolfie's Just Fine. Have you ever heard of them? Oh yes. It's this guy. He was this YouTube dude who does all these like really funny songs. Like he did a song called "I Used to Be a Baby," and he's talking about how he came up from the streets, but like talking about how we all grew up as babies. Like, I used to not be able to chew solid foods, but now I can. But it's just like hardcore rap. It's really mm-hmm. funny. But then he also has this group called Wolf is Just Fine where he does these amazing songs. A lot of them are like kind of acapella-ish. He has one, I forget the name of it, but it's about the pigeon lady. And it like, no joke, like chokes me up because it's like this touch. When he does his Wolf is Just Fine songs, they're more serious. It is the retrospective of her essentially about to die and she's thinking about her interactions with Kevin McAllister in the second movie and how he literally changed her life and she's wondering if he still thinks of her and how Mm. she's like about to leave this world and she's she's like, then I'm not going to have a funeral because birds don't give funeral. But it's like serious. It's like really touching. Check that out. If you don't know who this guy is, it's Taco from The League. Oh, yes. That's the singer? Yeah. Oh. He's He's a big actor. I didn't know that. 
He, sorry, Taco. So he, was, he was YouTube famous for these song parodies and then got cast right. on the league from that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then became more famous based on being on the league. So it's a little. Got it. So at some point, he's situation. a singer in this Wolfie's Just Fine video. I love the Wolfie's Just Fine. One of my favorite ones is uh, it's, it's a kid for the first time seeing a woman naked a and newbie. singing about it, but it's in a horror movie. And he's like, I saw you and I didn't really understand what I was seeing and you were beautiful. And then you got murdered now. But it's played serious oh, yeah. and it's a yeah. great song and it's like, it's really serious. I haven't seen any of this guy's YouTube stuff. I pretty feel. funny. It's okay. pretty funny. Yeah, check it out. Uh, all right, I, I'm ready for my submission. Do it. To uh, the next day. to see where this goes. Uh, the movie is Beauty and the Beast. On and my list. <laughs> is it? Yeah, you you do yours, then I'll tell you so, what. I Which mean, one? The, Good question. <laughs> the only one that I've ever seen. Okay. So, the Beast is now just a guy. Yeah. He's a human. First of all, I would just love to like hear his voice and see him act and his... He's just a human. I would just love to see a movie of just that guy. Well, he's a prince, right? Yeah, he's like a prince. He's a prince. And, we and only so, know, like, we've only seen him in stained glass form. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's just married. Like, they're they're married. We, yeah. we're led to, I mean, they don't actually have a... Uh, do we see them get married in that final so. sequence? Not really. So, like, there's going to be a wedding. All of his servants, like, it's like, oh, like, you were a teapot. <laughs> Like for a hundred years or fifty years, however long it was supposed to be. Right. So they've probably got a lot of like a lot to work out, like emotionally, a lot to talk through. Like I was a candlestick, and then also like we were all sort of like enslaved by you, and like we have this whole we have these songs we used to sing. It was whimsical, but like it'd be weird to sing them now, just as people. So you don't think they sang the songs before being? Made things. What are you going like, to do when you're in like, prison in your magical prison? Right? Prison songs? I, it was like gang? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It's like how they got through? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Like we have to fucking uh, jump on the chandelier. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I disagree. I think all the time. When they, like, they got the job, he was like, all right, are you good at cleaning shit? She's like, yeah, I'm a great maid. He's like, how are you at singing? She's like, I guess I could do it. He's like, well, you gotta like sing about like what you're doing. So be like, if you're wiping down the stove, you gotta be like, wipe the burners, wipe the door. <laughs> like, he's like, okay, um, all right, I could do it. And he's like, all right, cool. Oh, by the way, there might be a curse coming. Just to let you know. I love this concept that you brought up. That's almost the reverse puppy of it. Like, you know, puppies that have feet way too big for them and they don't know how to move. Oh, yeah. well, suddenly, <laughs> yeah. like you were this puppy the whole time, and suddenly you're like, I'm a normal sized person. Yeah, right. I, I don't know how to. Like I don't know my size anymore. Like, we're not going to be we're not going to be ballroom dancing anytime yeah. soon. I mean, I and get... what about the puppy that was an ottoman? Ruby just high five Matt. I got the high five. If only you guys my were strangers, this would be the perfect place. <laughs> but you guys know each other, so uh, that was good. <laughs> the puppy that was Beauty and the Beast. Ottoman. Well, and also things have to be awkward with the town now. Yeah, oh, like that's, the pitchfork, the part that I'm coming into. What's going on with Gaston? He's all those well, so here, eggs that here's he drank, my thought, right? You know, that, no, I didn't think about like what you said. I think is all true. I think they're like, oh fuck, we're people now. Let's be people, and like, well, we got to get married and everything. Meanwhile, the town is like time on. Meanwhile, the town is. Like, meanwhile, the town is like time out. Yeah, you are under investigation for bestiality, and Bell's like, oh shit, and then they're like to the prince they're just a human prince they're like you fucking killed the coolest guy in our town you dropped the most baller guy that we had in our tight yeah, little like call drogo like you're a call in yeah. game of yeah. thrones you are now the king yeah they, we they worship like, strength here if you watch gaston just kicks down the door of a bar and he's fucking singing and he's yeah. beating on his little friend everyone in that bar <laughs> is fucking psyched he picks up a bench with three girls, and they are excited to be up there. He ate a lot of eggs. Yeah. He did eat a lot this. of eggs, right? He and ate a lot so, of eggs to get large, think, he like, says so. One thing, if he was like the town bully, which I think we as the audience know, yeah. but the town likes him. Mm. When you watch his scenes, it's not like everyone's like, maybe her, maybe Belle's father relates to him, yeah. or relates to her point of view. But everyone else is like, yeah, Gaston, Gaston's like, the beast is evil. They're like... There's a first of all, I'm just gonna assume that you're right and there's a beast. Second of all, you say evil? Yeah, let's go fight a magic castle full of magic bullshit. Then they get there and they're fighting all these things that are like, first of all, if you riled me up and I like went to fight like tables and shit, I think when a table fought back, I'd be like, Whoa, wait a minute. Let's I'm out. Just, let's just process this yeah. for a second. 
And then, like, but Gaston said all that shit, and the whole town was like, let me just grab my pitchfork, I'll meet you there. Now, he he, he gets thrown off the building at the end, right? Yeah. He's splat on some yeah, rocks down I'm below. I'm assuming in a Disney world, even, he is dead. <laughs> so, that town is going to prosecute the, the newly humanized prince for murder. For sure. But if he's a prince, aren't technically that whole town belong to him? Like, in the world of feudal medieval times? <laughs> like, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, but you're right. Their house is falling on hard times, so he's got to go protect the rep. This is the first town he re-adds to his new empire. <laughs> but if that's... If, them. And, yes. And if I know medieval times, uh, there's like any man over 16 is on a spike. And so <laughs> I, I think... Wait. <laughs> By the way... It uh it answers your question. The housekeeper, the housemaids are all indentured servants in this world. So it is fiefdom. It cleans then, it up. If, we get to clean that part up. If that's the case, if he was such a prominent figure, I'm going to go back and say that he knew and loved Gaston before. So Gaston didn't know that the Beast was this unknown. Oh, you're right, because he guy. was like oh, a... Right? killed his best friend. Yes. So now oh, he's, oh, in, he's in jail. No, you're right, because he right? was stuck uh, up. He was a stuck up... Prince, Prince, right. Yeah, so now he has to deal with all this stuff, and also he murdered this guy. Although I don't know if he would, like, why he... He wouldn't just have been like, wait, wait, don't kill me. Brian, it's me. It's me. Well, it's me, Brian. Gaston, it's me, Brian. Don't don't kill me. He's like, wait, Prince Brian? Yeah, dude, I mouthed off to some witch and she cursed me. Wait a minute. Is that why your fucking closet was fighting me on the staircase? I have a very strange thought. There is a scene where these guys are fighting the tables and one guy hacks a chair with an axe. Yes. When they all turn back to people, it was just like a pile of like yes. an arm and a leg just yes. appearing yeah, on the color. Yeah, I was just about to say Absolutely. something similar. Like, Chip, that little teacup got away man he should have had no ear so i was when thinking he, that when he too yeah back, oh, the chip he just had yeah. a gap in his so teeth. you can just abuse your old body and come back normal nah nah man there's a pile of splintered human on the floor in another room yeah. i do like the idea though that you become the piece of furniture that is in your personality who is it what do you become <laughs> Of a, a modern day yeah. device? Yeah, what would you turn into? <laughs> just an iPhone? I don't know. <laughs> We'd all just be, be phones. phones. I'd, I'd be flipped. Do a modern day remake of a cassette tape. I'd be a cassette tape. Oh, very cool. But I wouldn't be able to do much. No. But I'd be like an old cassette tape. No, but you wouldn't have to do cassette tape shit. You know what I mean? Like, like the teacup didn't do teacup shit. He walked around <laughs> singing. Can you sing, Alex? That's the that's the real problem. If of I it. had enough time to practice, if I was an eternity, I would learn. I would learn. I think I'd turn into a harmonica. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, wait. What would you carry around in your pocket then, that human? Is... <laughs> <laughs> a little, a smaller harmonica. So that, we're getting like off topic, but that witch who cursed him, first of all, that's a hard curse to put on a dude. But like, first of all, he turned into a beast. And then she's like, oh, also, fuck everyone that works for you. Yeah. They're yeah. turning into things. That was too much. Yeah. What if that was Belle's mother? Belle's uh, mother left the father. She kicked, he kicked her out because she was crazy. You guys really have thought about this movie way... And no, I've seen this movie. A lot of this is happening I, right now. Oh, right, right. I guarantee you I've seen this movie more than you have because it was the only VHS tape that was at my grandma's house. So every time we went, boom, be... How awesome a spoiler alert. Your dad realized that he was being a dick and then he turned back into a human and then all the shit... And your house turned back into people, and you've been playing that VHS tape in some guy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is funny, too? There must have been a lot of old furniture that they just kicked out because they're like, we don't need mm. twice as much furniture in here. Let's just Nobody, get this one old. person lives here. It's not even a real person. <laughs> what happened all to chair. all the other furniture? Was it empty? No, they were the first to go because they couldn't fight back. <laughs> Guys, we're not going to be able to top that. I think this is as good a time as any for us to switch to the other, to the launch pad. Oh, okay. I think it's, it's as good a time for any for us to take off. <laughs> uh, okay. Take a launch off. Can, can I give our plug? Yeah, that's what, yes. That's, All right. That's what the transition is going to be. Absolutely. Well, before we leave clearing the queue, guys, thanks for having us on. We really yeah. appreciate it. And if, guys, if you like what you're hearing from us, you can hear more of us on our website, launchpadpod.com, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at launchpadpod. We do something every week, whether it's an episode of us being ridiculous about movies or comic books or a what have you been watching, which you will hear the clearing the queue guys on next. Yeah, and, and uh, we're going to be, let's... Let's time this out so that okay. they we, they come out the same day or the okay. same week, whenever that might be, right? Yeah, and 
I yeah. want to get a photo of you guys high-fiving again. I feel like that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Cross-pod high-five. Okay, good. Great. Got that. And, uh, you know, we we didn't exactly... Uh, we didn't watch a movie. No. Look, let's be honest. We didn't watch a movie. No. But we got damn close. We got damn close, and I think that once <laughs> Alex takes at least the very least Schindler's List off of his... That's my arc, man. All right. Well, look, we're no steps closer then. To clearing the queue. That's oh, the cute. worst transition I've ever done. <laughs> I wasn't going to judge you, don't worry. That was clearing the queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q U E U E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at clearing the queue. Facebook.com slash clearing the queue. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs>